The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. This week's episode is dedicated to vitality, and the topic of this episode is Reclaim Your Birthright, Detox for Vitality and a Beautiful Life. This is my interview with Dr. Loretta T. Friedman. Now, you may know, some of you may know that toxicity can reside in many different parts of your body, the breasts for women, um, the prostate for men. In particular, those are a repository for you know, toxic load. Um, so for healthy living and to maintain vitality, detox is an important and an effective part of an age management protocol. Given modern society, our toxic load is unprecedented. It is beyond high from sources including the environment, um, food, uh, skincare products, plastics, infections, stress, petrochemicals, and so much more. Dr. Loretta T. Friedman has been in clinical practice for over 25 years, and she knows how to help us get rid of some of these ills. She first worked as an operating room nurse, then pivoted and became a practicing chiropractor. And she has expertise in clinical nutrition, women's health, directional non-force technique, for which we'll talk about later, and that's for pain relief. In her practice, she utilizes a variety of protocols to help manage anti-aging, metabolic detoxification, lymph biologics, which is a trademark and unique form of lymphatic drainage, and general modern societal ills. Dr. Loretta is also an entrepreneur. In 1996, she created and developed the Miracle Back Pillow, which is a patented technology product to relieve lower back pain and discompression. She's also an author, having published her most recent work, Lymph Link, Solving the Mysteries of Inflammation, Toxicity, and Breast Health Issues. She joins me today via the stream, StreamYard platform on the Forever Fab podcast to discuss your body's powerhouse detoxification system and how to maintain it and optimize it for beautiful living. Welcome, Dr. Loretta. Congratulations on all of your success. And thank you for becoming a member of the beautiful Forever Fab community. Welcome. Thank, thank you, Dr. Shirley. I appreciate it very, very much. All so, right. So glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I know there are a number of people I can think of right off the top of my head who will be listening to this podcast and want me to get straight to it. So let's do it. Um, where do we encounter toxins in modern society? Meaning, what are the sources of toxicity in this day and age? And what are the common toxic stressors? So unfortunately, toxicity is all around us. The air we breathe, what do we drink, the foods we eat, they're all toxic. Uh, I, it's very sad to say, 
my my Instagram people tell me it's not being so depressing. But <laughs> that's the truth. I exactly that's what I tell them. It's like, but it's the truth. I can't lie to people. Um, that's the problem. The problem is, is you can't run and you can't hide. Uh, babies are born with styrenes in their fats. It's measurable. Uh, there's 200 different toxins in in cord blood, uh, fetal cord blood now when it's tested. So. Uh, you know, it, it, it is just, it's everywhere. And unfortunately, um, uh, you know, some of the worst offenders, as you mentioned, the, you know, the phthalates, the plastics, uh, you know, the makeup, the self-care products. There are there are numerous websites that you could go and check your products to make sure that they're safe and that they're non-toxic. Um, uh, you know, you can uh, either put in the, the barcodes or, you know, put in the name of the product, that kind of thing. Uh, and... Uh, the, the, the issue is, is that we all have toxicity. Not all of us are able to detox properly. That's the real problem. So toxins are out there. They've always been out there. They're out there more now because we, we're screwing up the earth. Uh, but it's a matter of fact that people's liver uh, cannot detox and their guts can't eliminate the toxins. So, you know, it's twofold. Uh, you really need to make sure that you're able uh, to get rid of toxicity in your body. Lymphedema is uh, 10 million people in this country suffer from lymphedema. Uh, there's no cure. <clears throat> Medical community does not know what to do with these patients. They have, they don't know what to tell them. Uh, they tell them to go for lymph massage, which is an oxymoron because it just really pushes the fluid from point A to point B. Uh, or they tell them to use uh, compression devices, which can actually harm them uh, or do damage to the tissue. Right. Uh, and uh, it, you know, and they don't they don't work particularly well in terms of getting rid of the fluid, because none of those techniques get rid of the underlying toxins. Absolutely. Okay? If you don't get rid of the underlying toxicity, which is causing the blockage and stagnation of the lymphatic fluid, you're never going to get rid of the fluid. So it so, really is all about toxicity because I have personally been uh, quite frustrated with the, the lack of effective management of lymphedema patients that I have seen. So when you when you talk about all this toxicity, you mentioned in your work on invisible stressors, invisible stressors that we're exposed to, but we're totally unaware of. So everyone knows about the obvious, right? Bad environment, smoke, secondhand smoke, you know, okay, plastics. But what are these invisible stressors that you speak of? The invisible stressors are like walking down the street in Manhattan, you know, all the bus fumes, all the car fumes, all the smells that are coming off the food, all the stuff that's coming off the food trucks and the food vendors, all of that stuff. You know what I mean? We, we don't even think about, we're just, we're unconscious. We just keep going. All of that stuff gets into our bodies. All of those fumes, all of those chemicals get into our system. Um, you know, uh, you, walk into your bathroom sometimes and you know how it, you turn on the water and it smells like bleach, you know, it smells like chlorine. In that yeah. It's like, yeah. how come I smell? Well, cause they just chlorinated the water. That's why they overchlorinated it. And now you smell it coming through the, the pipes. And if you tested city water, when they do that, it would test three parts per million. I mean, shock would be bright, bright yellow. And the makers of shock would tell you, do not swim in this pool because the water is not safe. This could be fatal and kill Whoa. you. But it's okay to drink and it's okay to shower and it's okay to cook with. I don't think so. Wow. That's what happens when you smell that chlorine in your in your faucets or in your bathroom 
you know, and you take a shower, the top of your head is the most absorbable part of your body. So all that chlorine is getting in through your skin. And then the heat of the water vaporizes it. So you're breathing in all that chlorine. So, you know, these are things that happen every day to people. And, you know, they have no idea. They have, you know, sometimes people have filters on their showers, but mostly they have filters on the water that they drink from their refrigerators or their sinks. They don't think about the shower, you know, as being a, a hazardous place, but it's very hazardous. It is. It is. I actually just bought a shower filter, so I'm happy about that. Now, of all these toxins and invisible stressors that you mentioned, are there any ones in particular that are specifically harmful for women and how we are built? Okay, so um, endocrine disruptors Mm -hmm. are in plastics. So, um, and they're very real. You know, I I, I have a a video that I did because I'm, I'm like, I don't think people forgot to know how to stoop anymore. You know what I mean? Like people know <laughs> how to have sex. Why yeah. are why aren't people getting pregnant? Why are all the sperm counts so low? Why are all the uh, uh, you know female environments hostile and, and full of inflammation? And it's because of all these plastics that are in clothing, mm-hmm. all the stretch clothing, all the leisure wear, all the athletic wear. No so- athleisure? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, you didn't you didn't hear that thing? Oh yeah. So every company Every company except for Lululemon, Lululemon does not put the plastic, the rubber in their stuff. Uh, but oh. all the other, you know, I have a list in the back. Uh, you know, they all uh, add these rubbers, and they're and you sweat, okay? Yes. And when you sweat, right? So you sweat, and all that rubber seeps in. All that, all that plastic, plastic seeps in. So it's bad. It's bad. You want to get pregnant? This is why you're not getting pregnant. You know, you keep going to the gym, working out. You keep you keep absorbing all these plastics, all these phthalates. So, uh, you know, I mean, that that's one. And again, women, um, uh, you know, any sort of uh, uh, digestive issues that women might have uh, are a big complication and a big contributor to uh, why uh, they're not uh, eliminating toxins properly, especially constipation. I can't tell you all the constipated women that I fix, that I see here and across the country. I put them on a bowel retraining protocol because they they, they move their bowels once a week. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh you have any idea how toxic you are? You know, you're not here. So I can't test. I can't do a cell test to tell you, but you're moving your bowels once a week. I said, you are very toxic. We need to get that out of you. It's like having a dead carcass in you for a week, oh, you know? Oh I mean, that's goodness. that's not that's not what you want. Now, would you be able to send me, uh, so we can share with the audience, um, some of those lists that you refer to, like which brands have plastics in their athleisure clothing, and also the source of your video. Where could we see your video? Oh, um, my Instagram uh, is uh, Synergy Health Associates. My website is Synergy Health Associates with an S, Synergy associates with an S uh, dot com. So it's the same for the Instagram. It's the same for the website. And Got um, it. yeah, I'm sure, so, I'm sure there's an article on my website about all the, 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 the rubber in the clothes, but I, I know I have um, uh, uh, some paperwork in the back that uh, lists all the companies. Well, we'll be sure to list that in the call of that call for action. So people can find that information and can find you now that you've um, talked to me about, the various sources of invisible stressors and toxins. 
how exactly or what are some of the ways that this kind of toxicity manifests in the body? What are some of the things that we can see and feel so, as a result? Yeah, people. the thing is, is that no two toxins are exactly alike, right? So everybody's different, but people usually have uh, fatigue, uh, real lethargy, you know, yeah. just real, real tired. Um, I have a, I have a couple of kids, a 16 year old and an 18 year old that are all, uh, telemedicine patients who, uh, hormones are uh, they're all estrogen dominant, uh, and their, uh, cortisol and, uh, melatonin levels are inversely related. So cortisol is high at night and melatonin is high in the morning and they can't get out of bed, sleep, sleep through five alarm clocks going oh. on, they can't get out of bed. So I fix that, you know what I mean? It's like I change that and up and happy and going to school and lose weight. And, you know, she's a happy little 16-year-old now again. My mother is happier than she is. <laughs> I have an 18-year-old in Nebraska, same thing. Can't get out of bed, no energy in the morning. Just, you know, her, uh, everything's inversely proportioned. And she's full of um, um, phthalates. She's full of plastics and the acrylic wow. nails, you know, oh. she acrylic nails, the, the, the thing, you, the, the ultraviolet light that you dry them under, that's terrible for you. Gives off lots and lots of, uh, you know, toxicity. So, wow. uh, you know, yeah. All the pretty things, Dr. Loretta, what are we going to do? You know what I tell people? I said, look, you know, you, you have to live your life, okay? You just right. have to live your life, but you need to be aware. You have to have an awareness about you. You need to know to make better choices. That's all. You, you know, you don't have to, you know, it's like, you don't have to stop drinking alcohol altogether, but you don't have to have nine drinks in a night. You know, you <laughs> At least that's what they tell me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I've heard the same. Now, what do you believe in our current modern society are the most prevalent diseases of toxicity? I know you work with a lot of uh, breast issue patients and also with some men who have prostate issues. So would you say that those are the most prevalent diseases of toxicity that you see in your practice or you see today? Yeah, the most prevalent are autoimmune diseases, okay, and cancer. So if you have if you have cancer, you have toxicity. There's no there's no two ways about it. No question. Don't think about it too hard. You're toxic, okay. Even if you have, even if you have genetic markers, okay, because the genetic markers don't mean that you have cancer. Have cancer, right? That or, or that you'll get it. It just means that your propensity is is a little higher. Um, but if you have toxicity and you have the, the markers, then your chances of getting cancer go up even more. You know what I mean? They become even more elevated. Um, and so, you know, toxicity pushes things over the edge, it puts your immune system into overdrive mm. and that overdrive, you, it starts attacking self. Yes. Okay? So, you know, your body views itself at, as the enemy and, you know, that's the problem. So, uh, and this is why, uh, uh, you know, lymphedema, uh, occurs. Yes. So, and, but people, people suffer from what I said, uh, everything from skin problems to, uh, digestive issues to headaches, to sleep disorders, to fatigue, to brain fog. Um, you know, you, there isn't a condition, um, that you can't trace back to some, toxicity because it's all it's all about inflammation it's so very powerful. 
doesn't matter what you call the disease and it doesn't right. what the symptoms are. It all starts with an inflammatory reaction in the body. You know, it took them how many months to figure out that COVID was an inflammatory thing going on in our lungs. Okay. As soon as they started giving dexamethasone. Dex, um, the steroid. Right. As soon as they started giving, you know, steroids, uh, you know, miraculously, people started living. You know, <laughs> not everybody died. You know, I mean, because it's like schmucks. It took them, how, you know, how long to figure that out? Uh, oh, you know, wow. I'm telling people this for, you know, for, for decades already. It all starts with an inflammatory reaction. So, you know, it's you always have to treat the underlying inflammation. You always have to treat the, the, the problem. The root cause, agreed. Right. Now, how do, we, how do we determine and where do we go to figure out how much of a toxic load we have or how toxic we are? Where do we get that information? So I do a very special test in my office. I do an aging analysis, or, or I call a cell test. Um, and it's electrodes in the back of your hand and your foot. And it puts an electrical impulse in through your body and it prints out an algorithm. That algorithm correlates to cell health. So I can take a look and see exactly what kind of shape your cells are in. I can see how much, if there's deficiency, uh, nutritional deficiencies going on. I can see if there are um, shift of fluid from inside the cell to outside the cell. That shift of fluid is indicative of toxicity. So, you know, and that will tell me not what kind, but how much. So anything over 0.07, you want to start doing something about it. It means that 7% of your cells are toxic and you're starting to go, uh, you know, to the dark side. So, <laughs> um, you want to stay on the other side of that. Um, and I see people who come in who their toxicity load is like 40%. Wow. 40% of their cells are toxic. These are the kind of numbers I see with cancer patients. Yes. They don't have cancer yet. That's, you know what I mean? I tell them, I'm like, this is not good. You know what I mean? It's like, this is really not good because mm -hmm. this toxic load can cause a lot of havoc with your body. Yeah, so, um, you know, and they had, this particular person had lymphedema and um, both legs and had had it for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And um, it upset her. The big legs, you know, really bothered her. Uh, lovely, lovely woman. Uh, and I started doing lymphatic drainage on her. And I'm like, you know, it, the lymph is like not moving. Not moving. I'm like, this is, uh, I'm waiting for her test results to come back. And I keep telling her, all right, wait for your test results to come back because your liver obviously is not detoxifying at all. Nothing. I mean, you got 40% toxicity in your cells and this lymph fluid is not moving. Yeah. The lab made a mistake. Long story short, the, the, the test results got screwed up. Um, uh, they, just, they threw them out by accident. And um, so I'm like, look, I'm, I'm just going to put you on a liver detox because we have to get this moving. We just, yeah. you know, week after week, <laughs> it's like no change in her legs. And, and I get lymphedema down quickly. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, and um, I put her on liver detox. I put her on a liver detox. Yeah, and uh, took about three weeks, and the fluid started coming out of her legs. I'm like, oh my god, look at! I'm like, am I? Oh my god, your legs look smaller. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Measuring tape, you know. I'm like, oh my god, 
you lost an inch on both legs. I mean, that's incredible. Yes. I'm like, I'm suspicious. <laughs> I mean, I'm very suspicious. <laughs> I said it's good, but I'm suspicious. Let's see what it, you'll come back next week. We'll see if it continues, you know? Right, she right. lost another quarter of an inch coming. So, yeah, so the fluid was starting to move out of her body, you know? Awesome. And, yeah, because you have to address the toxicity. The you got to get the liver moving. Right. You know, it's not just, you know, you can play with the lymph all you want, but if the body isn't facilitating, like I said, detoxification and elimination, it doesn't work well. Now we're taught that certain aspects of aging, right? Uh, menopause, hair thinning, um, anxiety, weight gain, so many other, you know, symptoms of, you know, the natural process, right? Not, it's all a natural part of life or don't worry about it. You'll get through. Do you agree or do you believe that some of these things that happen are, you know, conditions or actually manifestations of inflammation or toxic load? Do we all have to go through the weight loss, the anxiety, the hot flashes, the, you know, the hair thing and thinning in men, the situation around the belly? Is that all necessary? No, absolutely not. Uh, Love that answer, Dr. Okay, no, no. Uh, uh, the thing is, is that, um, these women who have uh, these issues, it's because most likely, most of all of their life, they had some sort of estrogen dominance going on. And even though they're menopause, okay, that those metabolites are still in their bodies and they're still causing, they're causing problems because they can't get out. So first of all, the hydroestrones, the twos, the fours, and the sixteens, the twos are, are protective, but the fours and the 16s, four does DNA damage and 16s cause cancer. So, you know, you have to get them out. You have to relieve them from the body. Um, and uh, uh, a lot of the symptoms are because of this estrogen dominance that occurred. And it's still because of these hydroestrons, it's still causing an inflammatory reaction in the body. So, you know, if we can get rid of those, we can reduce a lot of the symptoms that they're not sleeping and the, the, you know, the weight gain. And there are things that there are natural formulas that I use to increase receptor sensitivity. Um, uh, you know, the, what is it called? Wagobi and, um, um, uh, Ozempic, Wagobi, Manjaro. Manjaro. So I've been using a natural version of that for over almost 30 years. So, wow. you know, you can, with cinnamons and vanadiums and chromiums, you can restore receptor sensitivity. The thing about the Wagobis and the um, Mangeros and the... And the uh, Ozempics. Ozempics, thank you, is that they, you lose muscle. Oh, yeah. These people, these people turn into balls of jelly. I'm like, I had two patients who were on this stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, this is bad for you. They're like, I know, but... They weren't able to lose weight any other way. And not that they really tried, trust me. You know, one procedure after another, they had a band and they had a sleeve. And then, they, you know, it's like, you got to stop eating. You know what I mean? It's like, you need to reduce your caloric intake. Uh, you know, it's like, even if you got a, a, a sleeve on, you can still manage uh, to eat ice cream. You can still manage to drink alcohol. You can still manage to, eat, eat, you know, get enough calories in that you don't lose weight. So, right. you know, um, but she lost like 40 pounds on the Ozempic and she turned into, I'm like, where's your muscle? What the hell happened? I'm like, oh my, I'm like you're like a ball of jelly. I was yeah. like, oh my God. And another patient, the same thing. It's like, you can't put that muscle back. 
Not when you reach a certain, not when you reach a certain age. So it's like, that's gone, you know? And they're the minute they go off this, these medications, they're going to put the weight right back on because they didn't really, they didn't lose body fat. They lost muscle. So their lean muscle and body fat ratio is totally off the wall. So, you know, they're, they're not, you know, they're not burning calories efficiently. Their uh, thyroid is working obviously, but uh, you know, like I said, the lean muscle and body fat ratio uh, puts them at risk for all kinds of coronary artery diseases and all kinds of, you know, uh, uh, heart stuff and, uh, you know, diabetes and, uh, you know, it's crazy. Oh gosh. It, it is. It's, it's a mad world. Now, what brought you to the space, Dr. Loretta? Do you have any personal experiences with either pain or inflammation that led you to seek alternative or complementary therapies for yourself for relief? And that sort of one thing led to another. No, no. I, I was in a very, very bad car accident uh, when I was 21. I was on uh, uh, a blind date with uh, somebody, a sister, one of the, from, um, um, I was a nurse at the time. Yes. And, uh, her sister was gay and uh, she wanted to fix her up with me. So we, nice. went out, we went out. I was driving her home through the Midtown Tunnel. And the car in the far right lane, uh, you know, like came across, hit the middle car, and then me. So it was a three, so it was a three car pileup, and I smashed my face into the steering wheel of the car. So I had caused, I caused, yeah, I caused myself a very, very bad uh, TMJ problem that for uh, like almost four years I walked around with a headache, just, oh just, just a headache. Like I remember a day in. in May or April that I was walking to work. I was an operating room nurse at Cornell mm-hmm. and that I didn't have a headache. Like I remember that day because I didn't have, a, didn't have a headache that day. And I was like remarking about the fountain and stuff. Uh, you know, it's just a beautiful day. Um, yeah, but I was Advil and Motrin, you know, like M&Ms. And I was in the Ooh. medical profession. I didn't want to become a prescription drug addict. I had access to, you know, pharmaceutical drugs. I didn't want to do it. Right. Um, I, uh, you know, created a, a GI problem because I was taking all these uh, over-the-counter. Um, NSAIDs, right. Right. So, uh, yeah. And I um, was referred to a directional non-force technique chiropractor in Long Island who I became his patient and he fixed me. So now what is that directional non-force chiropractic method? So this, I'm one of two people in all of New York state who do this technique. Incredible. I'm one of maybe 150, 160 in the whole country who do this that are left. Um, it's a very gentle, extremely effective form of chiropractic. Wait There's a minute. No, no. Uh, uh, uh. no. So that no, no, <laughs> no rack them, stack them and crack them. I like to say no <laughs> twisting, no popping, very gentle but effective. Not only do we look at the osseous or the bony component of the subluxation, but also all the surrounding soft tissue, the muscles, the tendons, the ligaments, and the discs. So it's the direct disc adjustments that give people the pain relief and the extra holding power. So they maintain their adjustments for a longer period of time. So we're the only people who adjust discs directly and get rid of pain quickly. You know, what we do in six visits for low back pain, no other chiropractic technique can make claims. We were um, the chiropractic, whatever in Brazil, you know, 
um, named us. They, they, they never, they don't usually name a technique. You know what right. I mean? It's chiropractic in general, cures, low back pain, six visits kind of thing. But the directional non-force technique, chiropractic, cures low back pain in six visits. So it's on wow. my web, it's on my website somewhere. I have, you know, we're very proud of that. Um, that, that came out, yeah, that came out, you know, decades ago. But it's a, like I said, it's just a, it's a gentle, effective form. People come from all over. Uh, once you've had directional non-force, you never want to get cracked again. Uh, you never want to go back to a traditional chiropractor. And, you know, and I see a lot of families because, you know, the mom will come in and the, the, the husband will come in and, you know, and the kids will come in and, you know, and so on and so forth because it's, it's you know. Because it's remarkable. Yeah, because they like it and it works. So, you yeah. know, why, why waste your money and your time on things that don't work? Agreed. Absolutely. We've been talking about detoxification and you, know, you and I have been talking about it because we understand the general processes and, and in the tissues on the cellular level, how it works. But for the audience, what is the process of detoxification all about? Why is it so important? Because we do, our bodies do have a natural detoxification process that's ongoing. So why is it important? Why is detox important in general? And why should we add to it and do more than what our bodies can naturally do? Okay. So two things. I want to make clear that metabolic detoxification is not a cleanse. Okay. Thank because you. Cleanse, yeah. Cleanses don't work. Cleanses are a multi-billion dollar industry that don't yes. do anything. They don't, they don't do jack. So <laughs> they, they, you know, they touch a little bit of the small and the large intestine. Mm-hmm. They don't affect the liver. They don't affect the, the lymph. They don't affect the kidneys. So in a sense, they don't do much of anything. Uh, you know, you can drink all the green juice you want, the beet juice you want, uh, you know, and do cleanses, uh, you know, unless it's moving your bowels, it's not really doing anything. Okay. Right. Uh, so metabolic detoxification needs to affect your lymph, your liver, your gut, and your kidneys and your lungs for that, for that matter. Um, so we need to be able to increase phase one and phase two liver detoxification. Now, sometimes this, Phase one, phase two aren't working. Maybe phase one isn't working. Maybe phase two isn't working. Maybe they're both not working. It all depends. So, but unless we get the, you know, uh, all the methylation and all the support and and it needs to do its job, uh, it doesn't. So, you know, and this is what allows toxins to build in the body. That's why I said, when I see somebody who's got 40% toxicity, I know their liver's not detoxifying. Right. That's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's like when somebody has 10%, excuse me, somebody has 10% toxicity. Okay. What I look at next is how much fluid they have inside the cell versus outside the cell. Cause they don't have a lot of toxicity. They have some. Okay. But it's supposed to be a 60, 40 ratio, how much fluid is inside versus outside. But when that ratio is 50, 50, mm-hmm. whatever that 10% toxicity is, the body is desperately, shit. the body's desperately trying to get it out. Desperately. So it's a it's a toxic, you know, it's a toxic load that is really impeding what's going on. That body really wants to get it out. It does not like it. it. It doesn't want it, it doesn't want it there. And you know, I have a 85-year-old gentleman right now who uh, matter of fact doesn't have a big toxic load, has maybe 10 or 12%, I don't remember, but his 
ratio is he's got more fluid outside than he has inside. The body wants to get rid of it. He had a hip replacement and, you know, his leg filled up with lymphedema. And the surgeon, the surgeon had the balls to tell this guy that he's never seen this happen before. I'm like, oh my God, your surgeon's a liar. I said, he's such a liar. This happens all the time. Yikes. All the time. I can't tell you all the hip replacements or knee replacements that I see that develop lymphedema. This guy's a surgeon for 30 years. He's never seen lymphedema, uh, you know, happen. I'm like, he lied to you. Just he lied. You go back and you tell him, Dr. <laughs> <laughs> you're a liar. You've never seen, never seen this happen before. Oh, you know, it's like, why would you say that to a patient? Why would you lie like that? Come on. Yikes. Yeah. So our bodies do have a natural detox and, and it's ongoing, right? As long as things are working relatively well. But you're saying that in addition to that, especially if you have some of these symptoms that we were talking about, it, it is important to be able to undergo an additional sort of external detox through some of, you know, your measures and not a cleanse, but a real, you know, assisted medical metabolic detox, right? Yeah. No, the body sometimes doesn't work well on its own. Yeah. You know? uh, and not for lack of trying, it's trying really hard. And that's also why you're so fatigued or you're so tired or you're having, you know, other symptoms because your body's working really hard to try to get this stuff out. And it's, it's defeatist, you know, it's. Yeah. So is this, is this a one and done type of, you know, grand metabolic detox, or is this something that, you know, as a patient or just as a, you know, a human being going through life, is that something that we have to do with some frequency every three months, every six months, or as symptoms occur? So it all depends on how much toxicity you have in your body. Um, metabolic detox protocols can last anywhere from 12 to 18 months, depending wow. on what kind of toxins you have. I yes. do. I do special testing. I do urine and stool and saliva and dry blood spot to <clears throat> see exactly what types of toxins are in your body. So I know yeah. exactly what I need to pull out. Yeah. Um, you know, so if somebody's digestion is, they have leaky gut, they have all kinds of inflammation going on, the short chain fatty acids aren't there, uh, their zonulin levels are elevated. Um, uh, you know, their SIGAs are high, the inflammatory markers, but they may not have any pathogens. They may, they may have overgrowth of bacteria or parasites or something, um, but they don't have to. The gut can still be all screwed up. Um, so I know what I have to do um, to support, you know, their, their gut, the elimination part of the detox. Mm. And uh, we do a urine test, which shows all the environmental sensitivities, total tox burden, uh, all the plastics, all the molds, all the heavy metals, all the food sensitivities, um, you know, the, the, uh, from the molds. A lot of molds are on foods, you know, like, you know, when fruit is, you know, when your berries get like a little soft, a little mushy, you know what I mean? It's like, they're still, yeah. you know, oh, there's, there's, you know, you're like, oh, they're still good. I can eat them, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's mold. Okay, that's mold. Yes, so you're eating yes. mold, right? You're eating mold now. So now oh you know God. that's why they're soft and mushy because they're moldy. That's and, the appetizer. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, that mold can, you know, stay in your system. That mold can, you know, cause problems. So, um, you know, and build up and cause congestion of the lymphatic system. Oh so, my gosh, Doctor Loretta, this is a whole other level of stuff. This is—it's so daunting. That's—I'm so happy that 
you are on this podcast helping to demystify it all and bring some clarity to it. So thank you. this is fantastic. You've been listening to part one of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Dr. Loretta T. Friedman. Stay tuned for part two. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.